Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Very excited to record today because I just took a little um, two-week break from recording some podcasts because I went to Quebec to see my family for the first time in a few years. So very excited to be back on the camera, back talking into the microphone Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I want to talk a little bit about my Quebec trip and the things that I learned while I was over there. So, you know, just as a background story, last time I saw my parents was almost two years ago um, when they flew down to Vancouver for um, Jen's funeral. And prior to that, I hadn't seen them for almost two years and I was the last time I saw my brothers. So it's been almost four years since I've seen my brother, almost two years since I've seen my parents. So it's really good to, to reconnect with them and, um, you know, just to, just to catch up with them. You know, my, my, my brothers are a lot bigger and stronger than me now. Last time that I left, they were small children and now they're big men. So <laughs> it was really fun to connect with them. Um, but one thing happened when I went to Quebec and I want to share that with you. It's a little bit more of a vulnerable story, um, but I crashed so hard when I went to Quebec because I wasn't taking the time to, to fill my cup over the past, you know, six, six months to, to a year. And so I took, you know, one week off from, from doing any type of work. For those of you that don't know this, I run three um, coaching programs. Two of them I'm simply a partner in and one I'm full-time in our Fit Vegan coaching program, which is a holistic fat loss program. You know, and I work 10 to sometimes 11, 12 hours a day because I'm on a really big mission to help the world get lean, thrive, and disease-proof their bodies on, plant, on plants by 2033. So by 2023, I will be the age that my ex-fiance passed away when she passed away from cancer. And I want to be able to impact the lives of 10,000 people directly through our program because in the program, we help educate people on the power of plant-based nutrition, but we're also disease-proofing their body as they're, as they are improving their body, right? As they're losing fat, as they're building muscle. So, you know, a little, little fun fact about me, if you, if you're new to the podcast episode, but when I went to Quebec, I crashed so hard. And that one week that I took off, I just found myself to be more emotional than I normally am, right? I'm a very sweet and sensitive man. I don't, I'm not like the big, like super tough guy. You know, I think there's sensitivity for, for everyone, but that one week I crashed so hard and I just, I was emotional. Um, and to be honest, I kind of felt depressed for a chunk of the time because I, you know, 10 to 12 hours of my day was focused on work. And now I gained all that back for one week and I was like, I, I don't know what to do if I'm not working on my passion. And it just, the long, the more I slept, the more I went on without working, the more I'm like, wow, my internal cup is really empty. I haven't taken the time to recharge my cup, you know, on a weekly basis, work a lot of hours, a lot of team meetings, obviously taking care of our members. I want every single member to succeed. So I pour my heart into them. Um, I mentor a few people, I have business partners, obviously I have my fiance. You know, there's a lot of things happening left and right. And last to that week, it just made me realize that I never really take the time to fill up my cup. 
I thought that I was doing that by going to the gym and exercising. And to a certain extent it is, but it's still draining because I'm like physically exerting myself. And when I go in the gym, I'm not one of those types of people that just, you know, casually lift weights. Like I go in and I destroy myself because that's how I've always trained my entire life for the past 17 plus years. So when I go in the gym, it's me time, but it's, I'm, I'm basically killing myself in the gym. I'm exhausting myself every time. And, you know, just coming to that realization of like, Nana, I need, not necessarily I need balance on a day-to-day basis, but I need to have a little bit more balance on like maybe a month to month basis. Again, I'm just sharing that with you. Like I'm just sharing whatever's coming on, on, on top of my mind, but just those realizations I thought were really important and potentially some of you might be struggling with the same thing. Like you feel like you're always doing things for other people. Like you feel like you're always there to help. And sometimes you want success more for other people than they want for themselves. And that kind of causes you stress because you're trying to overcompensate in your efforts to help them become successful. And as much as I know that, that everyone's level of success will be dependent on how much willingness and how much hard work they are willing to put in regardless of how much other people want it for you. It still stresses me out because I really care um, about our members. I really care about everyone around me. I want everyone around me to succeed. And I've been doing it for so long. And like I recorded a podcast a few months ago, you know, when we had to move countries, we were, we were, my fiance and I, Ivy, were living in Los Angeles. Visa didn't work out. They gave me five days to leave, three days to pack, two days to drive. You know, coming to coming back to Vancouver, staying in a shitty Airbnb and then, you know, having to find a new home to move into and kind of refurnish and restart from scratch. That was a very stressful time that only happened about like two months ago. So my, my body was definitely recovering from that from that week. But yeah, just coming to the realization that um, I'm not a machine as much as I want to. And as much as I am a caregiver at heart, because I did it for five years when, when my ex-fiance was, was going through her, her breast cancer journey, and I just have it in me to destroy myself in order to help others and give others, that week really scared me because I was like, wow, I feel sad and depressed if I'm not working. And if I'm not working, like I don't know what to do. And I was just feeling down all the time. And I'm very grateful and thankful for Ivy. She's, you know, super loving and supportive. And, and, and she was there for me. We had some awesome conversations. And eventually started, things started to, to get better. But really made me realize that, like, having some time to recharge is really important. And, you know, for those of you that are listening to this and you're connecting with the aspect of being a caregiver, always putting other people first, like your, your, your kids, your partner, your business partner, or your work, or whatever it may be, and putting yourself last, I understand that it can be a challenge. And when we talk about refilling your cup, I've heard this so many times in my life, like, you know, you need to take care of you, you need to refill your cup. But one thing that no one ever talks about is like, how do you refill your cup? Right. When, when my, my ex passed away, poured, you know, almost five years into being a a caregiver 24 seven. And then when she passed away, like that was all my day. I was working and taking care of treatment. Like that's pretty much all I did and and worked out. And then I was like, well, I have, I gained a lot of free time, which I managed to fill now, but I was like, my cup is empty. Like not only is my cup empty, my cup is dry and it's cracking. And I haven't poured into my own cup for many, many years. And I'm like, how do I refill this cup? I have no idea. Right. So people are like, you know, try, try going for a a massage, try going for a hike, try spending time in nature, try painting. 
and I did all these things and I was like, my cup doesn't feel fuller. Like, I don't feel like nothing changed. I still feel like my cup is empty and dry. And I'll be honest, over the past two years, I've been trying to figure out like what fills my cup. And I'm slowly coming down to a certain realization. Um, you know, again, this is just very like unique to me. It's going to be different for everyone. What filling your cup looks like. Uh, but to me, like playing basketball fills my cup. Like, yes, it is physical exercise, but I don't push as hard when I play basketball. I just, it just, it's just fun to play with other people. It's a sport that I grew up playing for almost eight years. I played in high school and college. You know, playing basketball is one thing that refills my cup. Um, apparently reading refills my cup. Like I always feel really good after I take some time to just relax and, and read some books. And I'll be honest, like those are the only two things that I found so far to refill my cup. Like I, I tried massages, I tried hiking, I tried, you know, strength training, going for runs, for a swim, for a bike, because I used to do Ironman for many, many years. Um, but the struggle is still finding time to like refill the cup. The only other thing that I found that makes a difference is for me to completely disconnect from everything, for me to disconnect from from social media, from my phone, from all of it. And for my birthday weekend, Ivy and I went to Big Bear, California, and I just shut off my phone for three days. Like I turned it off and then left it in my luggage for the whole weekend. And if you know me, that's crazy. I literally, my, my living is off social media. Like that is how I make a living is off posting content. And for those of you that don't know, we post like almost 200 pieces of content per month on several different platforms, right? We're, we're literally everywhere. So for me to turn off my phone and not do anything for three days, was, it was pretty crazy. And it felt so good to not look at that screen to not look at any tv and just spend time outdoor playing board games with ivy going outside walking going to a restaurant going to, to the beach because we were in california like that felt so good to me and so you know just sharing that like the things that i i came up with that i wanted to implement it's like i need to have um a, a hard cutoff earlier in the day for my day of, of work because like I wake up at 5 a.m. and I start working at 5 a.m. and sometimes I'll end at like 6 p.m. That's, you know, that's 12, that's a 13 hour day minus like a little lunch in there and all the other things. But then, and after that, and I go and work out. So it's a really long day. And so having an earlier cutoff of like 5 p.m. and then I'm done. And the other thing was um, to take a week off every quarter, right? So I'm just, I'm sharing this with you, like not as Coach Maxim as like, Maxim, the entrepreneur human that has a lot of things on his plate, um, just having a, a week off every quarter to just completely disconnect from everything um, is something that I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to doing. Uh, and I'm excited for January <laughs> to take that, that week off. I have a really nice trip that I want to do with Ivy. But you know, taking that week off from social media, Right. I, I'm also, I'm always going to work out. I will never take a break from working out because as much as it's straining, like I feel really good after I do it. Um, I'm not going to take a, a week off from my food because I love eating healthy because it makes me feel good. What I'm talking about is things that, that tend to drain your energy and distract you and make the day go by like this, which are screens, computer, iPad, phone, whatever it may be, taking a break from those things for a week, just to, to, to mentally recharge and reboot and come back refreshed. I don't know if you've ever done that before. The longer period I've done probably in the past seven years is three days straight. And that was a blessing that felt so good. I felt so recharged after. And so very much looking forward to, to doing one week. And so, yeah, during, during that week when I was in Quebec, coming to the realization of like, I don't really have any balance 
Um, I don't believe in balance necessarily on a day-to-day basis because I have a mission that I am after. So I understand that it requires more of my energy, but, you know, taking the time that, um, you know, when my cup is about like half full, a quarter full, a quarter full, it, it, it's time to recharge. My cup tends to get about quarter, like there's only a quarter left in it about every quarter. So I do need to take that break to recharge. And so, you know, it's something I want to invite you to, to think about because, I don't know for you, but I'm sure you have a lot of things on your plate, potentially with work, your career, potentially you have kids, your partner, obligations, nonprofits that you're a part of. But what if you were to have one week and do absolutely nothing? As much as it sounded good in my head to take one week off, when I took it, I was like, damn, I don't really don't feel good. Like I borderline feel depressed. Like, why is that happening? So like what what is your body and your mind telling you when you actually like slow down and don't do anything for an extended period of time? I think you'd be very amazed at what would show up. Like my honest answer was like, yeah, I get to take a week off and take a break. And then I took it and I didn't feel good. I didn't feel the way that I thought that I would feel. Um, And so, yeah, just want to share a little realization with you. And then the other part that I came to realize with that is as much as we can put those boundaries in place to allow us to stay mentally sane and to to recharge our cup there's another component to that that's really hard and like just like everyone else i struggle with that um and 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 that issue is respecting the boundary because on a day-to-day basis you might set a boundary to stop working at a certain time but then um you know you're in the flow of things and things are going well there's a little project you want to finish before the end of the day and it takes you a little bit longer and then bam, you didn't respect your boundary. And then as soon as you don't respect your boundary, it's easier for you to break it in the future. All right. So respecting those boundaries on a day-to-day basis is a challenge in and of itself. And and I think that's the thing that most people are missing in their life when they want to create an amazing life, which I'm obviously after also. Like you want to work out, you're not always going to want to work out, but you got to do it. You're not always going to want to eat healthy food, but you have to do it. You're not always going to want to respect those boundaries, but you have to do it, right? Boundaries with other people and with your schedule, I believe are are two different things, but whatever boundary you set, you have to respect it, right? If someone asks something from you and you told yourself that you would have a boundary to say no because you can't take on more on your plate and then you say yes, well, you just broke that boundary, right? So like actually respecting the boundary over an extended period of time, like that's a challenge, just like it is to commit to working out for a long period of time. It's if it's not deeply ingrained in you, just like saying no to to processed food, if it's not deeply ingrained in you. So respecting the boundary is actually the other component that's really hard to respect. Um, But one thing, one tip that I like to do is I literally put it in my calendar, right? I block off so no one can book calls with me after five. Um, And I blocked off that one week every quarter so that you know, no one can, no one can reach me. Um, so yeah, just putting things into your calendar, honestly, having a digital calendar is something that's helped me out a lot because I just follow it on a day-to-day basis. I open my phone. I know exactly what I'm going to be working on today. So like right now it says record podcast, which is why I'm recording the podcast right now. So literally schedule things block by block and being hyper present to each of those blocks. So when it's scheduled time with IV, then when I'm with Ivy, I'm present. I'm not touching my phone. I'm not touching anything else. I am with her. And when it's cooking time, I am present into cooking. I'm not trying to answer messages with my team in the meantime. I'm not trying to do anything else. I'm cooking with Ivy. And when I'm working, I'm working. When I'm working out, I'm working out. So being present to everything you do, I think is 
the, the definition of balance because and I'll go a little bit of a tangent here. This is a really random podcast. I'm just sharing my thoughts with you guys. So you get a little access um, in, into how my brain functions. You know, I don't necessarily believe on balance on a day-to-day basis because as you grow older and as you have more ambition, it becomes harder to have like that perfect balance on a day-to-day. Like even, even if you work a nine to five, you probably have aspirations of wanting to do something else. And we live in 2020, like we're in 2022. Everyone has a side hustle to a certain extent, which again is being done before or after your day of work at your work. If you don't work for yourself already, if you do work for yourself already, then you know that you don't have a nine to five. You have like uh, a five to five basically is what you have. So I don't believe in an imbalance on a day-to-day basis, but I do believe in balance in the overall picture. And I think one great way to achieve that, and I've learned that through my mentor and I'm working again really, really hard on implementing it and sticking with it the whole time, is sometimes we're not present with the tasks that we should be doing. And so when we get to the end of the day, we don't feel, for example, work, you work all day. And then at the end of the day, well, you were present with the work that you were doing, like you don't feel like you got as much done. And so you want to continue working on it. But now it's time for you to spend time with your fiance and your kids. So you're not present with them because you didn't feel like you fulfilled your day. And then you're not as present with your kids. And then it's later and you're like, oh, I, I wasn't present with my kids or it might hit you the next day. And then you feel like you have no balance, that you can't be present with the things that you are, are doing because you're always focusing on the previous thing because you didn't give it your all. So having those little blocks in my calendar um, have helped me. And I got this from my mentor to be like, be present to every single block that's in there. If it's, you know, we have lunch break for Ivy and I, because uh, Ivy works with me for Fit Vegan Coaching. Um, I brought her on full time. If it's lunch with Ivy and I, it's lunchtime. We're not talking about work. We're, we're not doing anything. We're walking tempe. We're eating food. We're having a good time. And then when it's call time, it's call time. When it's podcast recording time, it's podcast recording time. When it's date night, it's date night. So it's being hyper-present to everything. And what I found over time is that I don't feel like um, I necessarily am running after the thing that I didn't do. So if I worked before, but I gave it my all when it's time with Ivy, like I'm with Ivy, like I gave it my all for the, for the previous block. So little idea I want to give you, because that's something my mentor shared with me that I am actively implementing to, to help. But at the end of the day, be present with the task that you're doing and then find some time to refill your cup. And I'll be honest, again, maybe you may not relate to this. Maybe you know exactly what fills your cup and you've done it before and it feels so good for you. If that, if, And if that's you, that's awesome. I'm super excited for you because that's really hard to find. But but for me, I didn't really recharge my cup for five straight years. Um, and, and I just dealt with cancer all the time. And I didn't, um, I was young. I was I was 22 when I started dealing with, with the whole cancer process. So um, I didn't have the time to figure out what that was for me to refill my cup or to even think about it, to be honest with you. And so now, uh, you know, being 29, I'll be like 30 next year, just starting to realize like, okay, what fills my cup, right? What is the thing that makes me feel good that allows me to feel recharged? And so far, it's not having taking breaks from social media and screens and just being present in my day-to-day life. Um, and then, you know, trying to take a, a break every quarter. So if you guys have any insights on that, I'm very curious to know what allows you to refuel your cup. Um, and I'm actually doing a live training on Instagram today that I am recording this. So that is on, what are we? We are Thursday, October 20th. So this podcast is going to come out 
next week, basically when, when you hear it. Um, if you want to go back on my Instagram, there's going to be a video, uh, potentially like a post or an IGTV if those still exist, uh, of a, a live training that I'm going to be doing on Instagram. And it's about fueling your cup and how to prioritize your day. Right. So it's, I have a really cool analogy with different cups and a pitcher of water, which is like God, the universe providing you energy. And then you have like your, your, your source of energy on a day-to-day -day basis. And then your different cups are the level, different level obligations that you have on a day-to-day -day basis. And what happens when you have a bunch of cup, less cup, if you pour more into one and all that fun stuff. So definitely recommend you go and listen to that training, but that's pretty much all I have for you for, t for today's podcast. Just wanted to give you um, a little update about uh, the Quebec trip refilling your cup and the things that are, are, are coming moving forward. And you know, we're by the time this episode comes out, we'll almost be two months away from the end of the year, which is absolutely crazy. 2022 just flew by, you know, from living in, in, in Mexico to LA to now being back uh, in, in BC has been a, a quite a, a wild ride. And so I just want to say that I appreciate every single one of you for you know, for listening to the podcast, for supporting on Instagram, on YouTube, via the email newsletter and, and our Facebook community and, and our members. Um, it's been absolutely incredible. The, this past year, it's been life changing. And I'm really happy that at, uh, myself and our team for Coach Sarah and Coach Nicole were able to help so many members transform thrive and disease proof their body on plants and hopefully if you're listening to this if we're not working together hopefully we get to work together in the future if you do want some more information there's a link in the show notes where you can book your free coaching call um, again no obligation on your end the link is right there um, so if only if you're ready to, to transform and you want to bring your health and your body and your mindset to the next level then this is definitely for you and i just want to say a massive thank you for listening to today's episode and i hope you guys have a beautiful day Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.